and thanks for tuning in to GameWare Express's very first spinoff podcast. You're listening to Weekly Heroic Express. Uh, this is going to be a standalone Destiny show with myself, Adam Arinder, and my co-host, Neil Bonham. Hello, hello. Uh, you know, we figured we'd quit clogging the airwaves of our main show, uh, GameWare Express, with all our Destiny talk, because we know how much Steven and Vaughn love that, and we'd start a new show. Is that what we were doing? I figured we'd just, you know add on this one (laughs) (laughs) well lately our shows for gameware express have been pushing over two hours so maybe we just need to kind of break off and do our own thing maybe we can pull in some of our some guests from our our little clan because i i I think we can confidently say we're part of also like founding members of Mm -hmm. louisiana's largest destiny clan it's thrall good yeah it's definitely going to be one of the largest i know we already have over 30 members some of these people i have never even met or talked to some i met in real life that i hadn't done before so that's really cool yep that's what's really neat about destiny bringing this all together so with this being our first episode we're still kind of experimenting with the format you know we have a big release coming up on tuesday with Mm -hmm. house of wolves but i guess we should start uh our very first episode kind of like when we started the first episode of gameware express and uh, explaining why these people should be listening to us with the Destiny show. Uh, I mean, I, we both started playing it before technically the game came out on day zero. Yep. You have far more experience than me, sir, because I took <laughs> a little bit of a break there. But even even me, uh, I have a level 32 hunter. I'm over 250 hours in this game, ran both raids, play it pretty regularly. I also have a Warlock at 25 uh, that I'm still kind of kind of trying work, mm-hmm. to work on. But you, sir, you have much more experience in this game. Yeah, maybe not so much more experience, but much more playtime. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd say we're both fairly experienced in the game, but uh, yeah, I, I typically main my Warlock. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge fan of both subclasses, so it really just depends on what I'm doing as right. far as what I pick. Um, so 32 Warlock is what I mainly roll with. Uh, I also have a 31 Hunter. Um, that one I have the striker subclass all the way up, but as of lately I've been building the defender subclass. And I think you mean Titan, buddy. Is that what I said? You said Hunter. Oh, oops, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I meant Titan. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but yeah, I've uh defender Titan, and I actually I know I'm gonna like that subclass a lot mm-hmm. better than striker. I feel like I probably won't ever really go back to striker unless absolutely needed. Right. Um, and then my hunter is only level eleven. <laughs> um, and I'm working on Blade Dancer and that as of right now. I'd say that's my overall favorite for Hunter. I mean, lately I've been trying to run uh, Gunslinger, and we'll go into a little bit why after this with the new 1.2 patch. Mm-hmm. But Titan's one of those things I haven't really played yet. I haven't really gotten around to a third character like I know a lot of people in our clan do. I technically have a Titan at level 3. I started <laughs> playing with a friend of mine way back when, and then he decided he didn't want to play anymore, so it's just kind of sitting there. So maybe now I have some more free time this summer with the new expansion coming out. Maybe I'll yeah. try to level up the Titan some. Uh, so yeah, so House of Wolves is coming out, like I said, uh, on Tuesday. But before we get into that, we had a pretty big patch come out on Thursday or Friday with version 1.2 finally went live. And while it had some bug fit- fixes, the big thing it brought was a version of Queen's Wrath is back. Yeah, finally. for the first time since week two. I know. Which I missed last time because I was not high enough level at the point I to see, even play. Same here. But it's a little different this time, uh, from what I understand, because there's no real gear attached to turning in these Mm -hmm. bounties. But every day, for six days, we've had a different fallen member from the House of Wolves to go hunt. Yeah. uh, Either on Earth, or on Venus, or on the Moon. And that's been really fun. It's it's, it's definitely made the game feel way more alive. It was kind of like when, you know, Dark Below first brought the Blades of Crota. Yeah, that was Um, You know, that was really interesting, but I really like this a lot more than Mm -hmm. the Blades of Crota. Um... 
that's uh so for those of you who don't know uh the new update did add like adam said where you have to go to these certain areas and it's bounties that you um kind of try to find this group of fallen in mm-hmm. um and what that really means is just wait about five or ten minutes until you see on the screen it says a pack of wolves is it's prowling prowling yeah it's kind of like a public event like you said when like you know the, the blade of crota is about to be, or the, the minions of crota are or, yeah the they, ritual yeah, the is ritual. starting yeah and um but what this does is it's uh about five waves of enemies until mm-hmm. you fight the boss yeah quote unquote. so to speak um but the item that drops this time around is known as the Scorch Cannon. Which is super cool. It's, yes. I guess the Fallen's version of the sword. This right. Time uh, but way better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a it's still in third person, yeah. like the sword, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad they don't like you know give it to you in first person. Kind of distinguish it from just having a normal rocket launcher right. or whatever. And uh, what's kind of cool is, besides it really being a rocket launcher, it's more of a grenade launcher yeah because it kind of you shoot it and it hits and like boom yes and you can actually hold it and charge it Mm -hmm. and it creates like an even bigger explosion right um but the catch is is that you do only get 10 shots with it Mm -hmm. um and once that goes away it's no more um yeah because the first wave of fallen that come down are always like the have have the scorch cannons and then yeah. a couple more waves fall until yeah. like you said the main boss comes. So you kind of want to keep it on the ground until the boss comes if you can. But the problem is it helps. since this is a new event you actually have other people in these yeah. uh public areas farming it too. So <laughs> sometimes you can't just leave it waiting. They'll come up and snatch it. Yeah. Give it some time though. People will get probably bored of it of, <laughs> yeah. like they did with the sword, but I don't know. I really like it a lot mm-hmm. better than the sword. Plus, what's really cool is once the main guy dies, that's not where you get your loot. It isn't just people farming him just to kill him to get new gear. You have to, again, hunt for it, which I really like. Yeah. Because you get an ether key, and then for you have 90 seconds to search the area, the whole freaking area, mm-hmm. to find the, the one chest that has the gear in it. Yeah, and the only way you can possibly spot this chest is there's like a little beam of light mm-hmm. coming off of it. And, uh, I think I've seen in maps where people have mapped them out at around four to six different locations yeah. so far. Um, mm-hmm. There may even be more. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I actually have not found any. I've, I've only really? played a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but that was something I had no idea what the Ether Key was. Oh. And so I was just running around like, what is Ether Key? <laughs> and I like would press start and looked at all my uh, stuff, trying my to stats that I had and was like, what activated this Ether Key? And then it wasn't until I quit playing that I finally decided to read up on it. Mm-hmm and realized what it was. Yeah, so. luckily I was playing with one of our, our clan mates, and he, I guess, read up on it, because as soon as that came up, he was like, all right, we have to find this chest. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and that's the only one I didn't find was the first one. But I wish there was some... I guess since it's so new, there's not. Because, you know, like, for the Destiny subreddit and, like, on NeoGAF, that, that they always kind of have those unspoken rules of Destiny, and I really wish there was a way for people not to be dicks, and if they find it first, like, help everyone else in the group there kind of find it. Because mm-hmm. obviously we're not voice chatting with all these randoms playing i try to when i find it if i find it first i sit there and wave and point or like shoot my gun in the air trying to get everyone's attention Mm -hmm. but usually it's just me running around until i see the other people around just get on their scooters and leave and then i kind of go in the area where they were and hopefully try to find it so hopefully does it last the entire 90 seconds yeah okay that's good so it doesn't like it's not like a normal before okay that 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 is a good thing where as long as you find it in the 90 seconds it's just the area is so big and depending Mm -hmm. on how many people not great if you're like five or six people helping you knock down that that bounty then it's a lot easier for you to spot one person 
finding the chest. Right. But it was only two or three people. <laughs> Where trying is to do it? it? Oh, there's a group of four people right there. It must be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like I said, it, it really helps bring make the game feel more alive because you have more high level thirty to thirty two people in these patrols in these public areas doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Hell, just today I was trying to do um, a bounty, and I always go to "We've woken the hive" to kill mm-hmm. to kill hive people. And as I was making my way to the uh, the temple of Crota, it said the wolves are prowling. So I stopped what I was doing and hauled butt over there <laughs> and just did like an impromptu, you know, kill them. Because nice. even after you finish the bounty, you can still go kill the dudes and farm for treasure chests. Right. It's just there's this weird bug right now. Whatever ingrams you get from those treasure chests, the cryptarch can't decode them yet is it a bug or is it because they're new weapons i mean that could be it but it's it's got to be a bug because the exclamation point is still over the cryptarch's mm. head like i have ingrams to turn in but mm. it won't let me and i'm sure that annoys you huh? oh definitely because yeah. i can't have any notifications up See, I i'm so used to it because i've been saving those packages that for the last <laughs> month i've my postmaster has had that exclamation <laughs> point so i so yeah and then i also read don't don't turn in your purple ingrams until tuesday because you'll just get shards or whatever if you actually want to get the weapon so i've been trying to hold on to those too uh so that's pretty much the biggest change you know for this week uh leading up to house of wolves uh do you know any of the other like big changes that happened i know there's some other stuff that came out in the 1.2 patch i actually didn't read up on it it wasn't too too much it was mainly just gearing up for the for the house of wolves update so it was like a six and a half gig patch yeah they were probably just adding the expansion Mm -hmm. just and come tuesday it'll be an unlock code right exactly Uh, so I guess moving on to the more, I guess, weekly stuff we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week's Nightfall and Heroic Strike was our favorite Omnigal for the, what, second time in three weeks? Yes. Yeah. Um, Makes sense as far as the story element. With you Omnigul. say that, but I mean... I mean, with Omnigal was the last, like, story thing I guess for the true. Dark Below. So mm-hmm. technically, you know, if House of Wolves was to come out a week later... And dark below, true. then you know that that would have been the last thing. Um, but yeah, it still doesn't make it any more fun. <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> or not. Or less annoying. I mean, running the Nightfall this week was okay because it at least had Arkburn on. Mm-hmm. Which, while that sucks getting shot by her, you know, I have Thunderlord now thanks to Zer from two weeks ago. Yeah, and it wasn't too bad. But running Omnigol and the Heroic this week just sucked. Yeah, I ran it with. Uh... Well, I ran it first with my buddy Matt and then a guy that I – this is the first time I've played with him, but he's a guy I've known from the website GameRankings.com. Uh, I used to be a very active member of the board there. Right. And um, once that went away, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the people – like this one guy went off and made like a free forum and then a few of us followed. And so for about the last like eight, ten plus years – there's been about a group of 10 of us that constantly talk on these forums. Mm-hmm. So it was the first time I had ever played with him, but I've had him on my friends list a while. And um, he actually did something that I had never done before in that nightfall, mm-hmm. which is very helpful. And one of the reasons why I'm glad I'm getting <laughs> Defender subclass up on my Titan. Uh, but what he did is uh, we stayed in the first room. Okay. Not the, going to the back room like, the like a lot of people yeah. does. Yeah like a lot of people do, and uh, right on that left entrance, he would always drop his bubble when he had it, but his bubble has weapons of light, so mm-hmm. with the arc burn and doing then the double oh. damage or whatever it is that it adds, uh, we really didn't have that much problem with Omnigol at all. Okay. And then the second time I ran it was with Scott and... It wasn't you, was it? No. No? Who was it with? Uh, I forget. It It was someone who was low level and didn't really have 
I think it was someone else um, that I had never run with. I think Hod Hog General Squad, Hog Squad General, mm-hmm. or whatever. He's part of it's they're all good. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but it was basically just Scott and I taking turns in the back shooting room her, yeah. shooting her, and we got her down in probably about a minute. Mm-hmm. So it was really awesome. Between the Thunder Lord and my LDR, she right. didn't stand a chance. <laughs> the problem Scott and I had, because I ran it with the, the Nightfall and the Weekly with him, that the first time we ran on the Nightfall, we got to the end. We had Omnigal almost dead. It was just us two. But for some reason, we did the closet technique. But when I would respawn him, sometimes he would just slide out of the closet onto the Ooh, floor. That sucks. So this one time I went to respawn him, and we, he was just like almost dead. So I kind of just like went all for it. So I was like going to dive down, respawn him. He was going to thunder lord, and she was going to die. So as I went to respawn him, I died. <laughs> and then it spawned him and slid him down onto the floor, and he couldn't get back into the closet, and he died. And then we had to do the whole thing all over again since it was oh. the nightfall strike. So that was really disappointing. And then for like the heroic, we, now that they have the matchmaking, we got paired with some random. Mm-hmm. And we ha- well, actually got paired with two randoms because throughout that strike, at one point he ran out too far when the part where um, you're in the, the hangar or whatever mm-hmm. and the, the waves are falling yeah. and the hive are coming at you. Well, he ran out past the boxes and died. And we couldn't get out there and save him. And after like two minutes of him just being dead, he just left. But it's like, come on, dude, what do you expect? Yeah. You can't get mad at us. We can't go out there and save you. Who runs out there? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So then we took care of that and we had another random join. And then he, we ran to the back closet and then he kind of figured it out and followed us. And then I guess he got bored because then he ran back out to like the first main entrance and then he died and just kind of laid there. So hmm. it's like at this point at first, you know, we were kind of frustrated when they added matchmaking to the uh, the weekly heroic strike, but if I'm running it with someone else that I actually know, we just kind of ignore that third person. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if we can save them, we do, but like, if you're going to overextend, we can't come get you. We're not right. going to risk it, so sorry, yeah. random fellow. Don't have to do us. all that over again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the time. Um, yeah, actually, in that strike, too, uh, when I ran it with Matt and Alex, Alex, again, with his bubble, mm-hmm. did something that, I mean, this isn't something that is necessarily needed, but was very helpful. But it was after you know you spawn the ways, and then like you can kind of start running out there because mm-hmm. the the skiffs are dropping the fallen at that point. Yeah. Um, but they have that one sniper right yeah. up above you. Mm-hmm. Well, he ran out there and dropped his bubble to where the sniper was shooting the bubble, but then we oh, could peek out and snipe him really that's quick. Smart. So okay. that was another helpful technique learning from him. Well, it's funny because since I haven't played Titan. For the majority of me getting caught up with y'all, no one really played Titan. Because you played Warlock, girlfriend played Hunter, Scott played Warlock. A lot of people played either Warlock or Hunter. We didn't have a lot of Titans. Eric played Hunter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it isn't until now with people having like their alt characters that I'm finally starting to see more Titans come up. Because I'm still mm-hmm. not 100% familiar with that class. Yeah, I think the only person I really knew who like played Titan from the beginning was my buddy Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, the Batman guy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he... He always usually mains his Titan. Mm-hmm. See, the one time I played with him, he was playing as Hunter. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, I think he's one of those guys that has like three thirty twos. Yeah, and, you know, comes back every now and again to play the game. So I feel like I really want to dedicate more time to my Warlock to get her up to at least like thirty. But I recommend it. Every time I get on Destiny, it's like, well, I have all these exotic weapons I need to level up, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna run these bounties with my Hunter, and then I don't feel like doing that again mm-hmm. because I like to play other games, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I played one other game this week, so. But that's not. This isn't the show for that. This isn't the show for that. <laughs> uh, and then Zer showed up this weekend. He brought Truth. 
This was the first weekend I did not go to him at all. Really? I never even logged in to go see. I, I looked to see what he had. And mm-hmm. That Titan helmet seemed pretty cool, but right. um, I mean, it was mainly geared towards the striker class, and so I was like, well, I'll pass on it this time. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure. Do you already have now. Truth, or you just not? I do have Truth. Okay. Yeah. That's the so. first time I picked it up. So It was something I actually got on a Nightfall drop. Oh, nice. So that was very helpful. Yeah, I'm finally starting to level it up now because I've just got Thunderboard fully up, uh, upgraded and leveled up. So, nice. true. What is tr- Truth Homes, right? Yes. It's a homing one. Cool. That'll yeah. help on Crota Heart. Yeah, and it's sure. very. It's got very fast velocity. Oh, really? Like, it, it it very cool. fast. I haven't I haven't used it yet. I mean, I just finished upgrading Thunderboard mm-hmm. and, and like my last bounty turn, I switched to Truth just to start you know milking experience. Yeah, Truth on it. Uh, is really helpful in Crota. That's what mm-hmm. I run in Crota now. Um, That's because, what I figured. That's the reason I bought be- it. Yeah, before I was shooting just with a regular rocket launcher and I was always a person to miss. <laughs> um, but then of course you know you learn as you go on that if you don't have one like shoot for his legs because yeah. it's a much bigger area that you can hit. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, I don't know because with the uh, with the Prison of Elder stuff coming up it might be beneficial there because mm-hmm. we don't know what that content's going to be like. Yeah. Well, I actually another thing too that I really love is just the following of how as they've released the game, how there's always one subclass that kind of excels. Mm-hmm. So you know, with the vanilla version, um, came Vault of Glass, right? And in Vault of Glass, Sunsinger Warlock was something you needed. Like mm-hmm. you always wanted it so your team wouldn't wipe. Mm-hmm. Um, that could help you get through the raid. Yeah. Then once Crota's End came out, uh, Blade Dancer Hunter. Yeah. was something that is very helpful because so not only is that like the class that can solo it very mm-hmm. like pretty easily, but the invisibility really helps with the getting past a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Now in Prison of Elders, you're going to be trapped in a room with tons of enemies. So, Defender Titan. So Defender Titan. So you have your bubble there like ready. So you're you just know, getting ahead of the game. So, for yeah. this one. <laughs> That's so, but it's just kind of cool how they're, you know, it, it almost seems like they, they purposefully do that. Yeah, definitely. You know, like definitely try to help out each, like, you know, oh, well, we know you play Titan a lot, so let's give you something where you're going to be <laughs> highly useful. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, so I guess that's kind of the, the weekly wrap-up for stuff, too. We didn't really get to raid this week. Hopefully we can start mm-hmm. picking that up some more. Yep. Uh, I'm off tomorrow. Out. Yeah, we can definitely <laughs> try to check that out. Uh, so I guess let's just move into uh, to the big the big dance, uh, House mm-hmm. of Wolves on Tuesday. Very so excited. Not only are we getting new levels, Mm-hmm. Uh, new strike, obviously, which will most, which will be the nightfall and the weekly this week. Um, a new s- weapon subclass, I'm hearing for the sidearm for the uh, special. Really? That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing rumors. I saw a picture that said sidearm, and when I was playing with a, a fellow, it's Thrall Gooder last night. He was talking about it too. So hmm. I have not heard of this. Yeah, because that's where you're telling me with the Halo, the Halo pistol. Oh, that I saw that, that picture. Yes, it said sidearm. Yes. So I swear, okay. assuming it's a new a new weapon. Yeah, class, that huh? was um. Well, what I had seen when I watched the stream was they didn't really go into it much, but it was a hand cannon that was a legendary hand cannon that you equipped in the secondary. Oh, okay, but it, but so I remember seeing like, it. It said it said it said sidearm. It didn't say like sniper. It didn't say hand cannon. Hmm. So it might be I might be misinterpreting it. But just in the picture I saw, and when I and I, I was didn't want to say it at first, but when I heard someone else talking about it, it made me kind of curious on well, that. That'd be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's definitely something to look forward to. If that's the case. Yeah. And then, um, of course, like I said, we have the Prison of Elder stuff. And actually, that kind of would make sense that it is something new because anything that we've had, you know, like uh, Vex Mythic class being a fusion but in the primary, mm-hmm. um, uh, No Land Beyond being a sniper but in the primary, uh, Universal Remote being a shotgun, shotgun but in the primary, but the 
catcher to all that is all of those are exotics. Yeah. Whereas what I saw was it was it, it was legendary. legendary. Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah, they, it must be something probably new. So I'll that's so. that is exciting. And then uh, I guess Prison of Elders, the new replacement for the raid. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more uh, horde based. Mm-hmm. You like? You dislike? I very much like. This is mm-hmm. something I've wanted in Destiny since day one. But you could argue like the whole game is just nothing but horde mode. True, but not quite. Um, it's just three waves till Dinklebot can open a door. And then right. On. Especially since this will have you know random modifiers per yeah, room. That's what I'm most excited actual about. Actual rewards for after the waves and stuff like that. So because I loved uh, horde mode in Gears of War, you know, mm-hmm. two and three, and I was really looking forward to do something like that. Because I never played um, what was it called? Uh, like Fire Storm in, in Halo. Yeah, uh, Fire Strike. Fire Strike. Yes, yeah. whatever. The, um, the, the horde based mode in Halo 3? And see, coincidentally enough, that's like the only horde mode thing I've ever really played and enjoyed <laughs> a lot of. You'll feel right so, at home here. Yeah. And it's, you know, especially coming from Bungie, I'm very excited to see another horde mode come into one of their games. So is that going to be where, I guess, the, are the modifiers different each round or different each week, like a, like a nightfall? Or? I think they're going to be random. Like, okay. it, once you enter the room, it's, it's like random ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's about 20 plus new ones. Oh, cool. I remember seeing one and, and they could help you or hurt you. Okay. So I remember during the stream, the little bit of the stream I watched, uh, they had one that, you know, boosted your primary damage or mm-hmm. something like that. And then they had one called trickle, which was, uh, when you throw your grenade, it takes a lot longer. Uh, for you to for be example. able to have that ability again to throw mm-hmm. it. Um, so that should be very interesting and could definitely make or break a room. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure. Uh, but that's the exciting part of modifiers <laughs> and randomness. Exactly. That's what. <laughs> and being random is nothing new to Destiny. So. No, definitely. And that's what makes the, the, the in-game stuff so strong, which is hard to convey to people who always want to like, talk down on destiny where i feel like if i would have just played through the story by myself didn't really have anybody to play with got to the in-game stuff yeah i probably would have shelved it too but since you know we have us and we have our group now to play with those modifiers really do change the game and it's hard to explain that to people it's like well you know if you just turn these few things on it really does feel different you know like it, it really does and that's what i think is going to keep prison of elders so fresh and what is that? It starts at 28, and then there's a 32 and a 34? Yeah, there's a 28, which has matchmaking. Mm-hmm. And then there's a 32, 34, and a 35. Oh, for like... So, kind of like hard. how Crota's End had yeah. 33, but, you know, you couldn't get that high. This will be the very hard the mode. mode cool, that. so at least we'll be able to jump straight into at least the 32 ones, mm-hmm. and then hopefully work our way up to, obviously, oh, yeah. 34 and 35. I'm sure 34 won't take long for us to get to either. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't find that Etheric Light is going to be very difficult to obtain, considering... Mm-hmm. Uh, Bungie has already said that you can get it by doing any of the in-game activities. Oh, okay. And since we're so, already there, are you afraid of hitting 34 too quickly and just feeling like, what's the point? Not at all. Okay. Um, I mean, you have multiple characters, so I guess it's a little different for you. Yeah, but, but also just with a lot of the updates that they're doing in this, it seems like it's going to be a lot more involved and better than what they put out in the Dark Below. Mm-hmm. Um, where Dark Below seemed to really kind of um, limit you. Because, uh, you know, 32 in Dark Below is only one of two gear sets. Yeah, at this point, um, the Raid or the right. uh, Iron Banner gear sets. But now with the Etheric Light, you can have so many different things that you can get up to level 34. I guess you can work on different combinations of armor to get yeah. that light level up to get to yeah. 34. And have that's like true. different rolls, and then now like even the new gear, you're going to be able to re-roll. That's true. So, and try and get like better modifiers and or uh, 
uh, upgrade stats yeah. and stuff like that on your gear. That's true. I guess I didn't think about that because so. honestly, like I worked so hard to get to 32. When I did that, I kind of not really burned out, but just kind of fell cold for a few weeks because mm-hmm. like, well, now what? Yeah. But now I'm finally getting some exotics and some different legendary weapons. I'm kind of trying to level up and. Yeah. I guess the hype is there for House of Wolves trying to get back into playing and stuff. Yeah, where, so where it was like, uh, it seems like, you know, they released a Dark Below and you got to 32 and kind of like went into a stalemate. But for me, it actually took me quite a bit to get to 32. Um, I mean, I didn't hit 32 until like, what, maybe a month, month and a half ago or yeah. so. So uh, it, it was, was been right a while. before I did, which is kind of sad, yeah. actually. Considering. I actually think you hit it before me. Oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> um, but now it's like this, you'll probably get to 34 pretty quick, but with all the re-rolls, it's just a matter of like getting all that gear and cool right. gear so sets So now it's not about getting hits. to the higher level, it's about getting the correct play mm-hmm. set or the correct combination of, you want, of your play style, right. which is more exciting. Right, and I think that's really going to help and like benefit Crucible as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I'll probably start playing more of that. And the perfect segue, speaking of, speaking of Crucible, there's going to be a new uh, PvP section mm-hmm. with... Uh, Tell me with the name. Trials of Osiris. Trials of Osiris. Yeah. So explain that a little bit. Um, so that's going to be a elimination mode, um, mm-hmm. kind of like Skirmish, 3v3. Um, but the big thing about it is um, when you die, you have to be revived. There is okay. no automatic respawn. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is uh, kind of works like tennis, um, where there's just different rounds, and it's like... Uh, the first to win five rounds wins the match. Mm-hmm. And going into Trials of Osiris, you have to spend uh, some type of currency. I don't remember what. I don't know if it's Modes of Light or Glimmer. It's one of those, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. to get a scorecard, a Trials of right. Osiris scorecard. And it has ten gold circles on it and three red circles. And the whole point is, once you have the scorecard, you know you want to try to win the five rounds to win the match. And when you win a match, you get a gold circle. But when you lose, you get a red one. So, and I think the way the scorecard works is, you know, you want to try to get as many goals as possible, preferably ten wins before you get three losses. Right. Um, and then you turn in that scorecard, and that's how you get your rewards. Okay. But the but the thing is, is like right when you get your three losses, like so, say you get your three losses, but mm-hmm. you only have two wins. Well, you have to go turn in that scorecard with your two wins. You All can't. Right. So you have to go get a new scorecard like once you get all those losses. That sounds a lot like uh, Arena Mode in Hearthstone, another one of my favorite games. There you go. Because you have to pay 150 gold to get in, and you have you play until you lose three times or until you win 12 times. Nice. Yeah, so, so yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that sounds exactly like it. Um, and with your rewards getting better, obviously, the more, yeah. the more wins you get. And this will, um, just like the raids and everything, have its own gear set that okay. looks very Egyptian. Okay. Um kind of inspired right um, yeah uh, that's another reason i'm more excited about the the etheric life thing is because right now if you're 32 you almost look the same as everyone else mm-hmm. like stats and gameplay aside you know sometimes i just want to look awesome right and that's the whole point of these stupid games that's why everybody likes wow and or diablo it's because when you get your gear you put it on and you look badass mm-hmm. and right now it's kind of tough with that granted they have the armor shaders and the the cloaks for the hunters or the armbands or whatever for the warlocks but you know, sometimes you just want to look cool. Right, and <laughs> just like how uh, you know Diablo had this thing where in Act 5 they had a vendor that what you could do is you could go to the vendor and um, give them one of your pieces of gear, and it was kind of like a blacksmith that what they did was the gear would keep all the same stats, but you could cosmetically change it to look like anything else you had gotten mm. in the game. So that like really helped with making people look different in the game. And yeah, yeah. I was really hoping they'd do something like that in Destiny, and 
essentially that's what they've done by adding the etheric light is you know giving you that ability to get even stuff that only goes up to uh 33 light mm -hmm. like the ability to go up Keep to that higher. new and get you to uh 34 yeah also plus also plus i ran vault of glass on hard recently for the first time and i got a bunch of its gear which i thought was pointless but then once i learned you can level it up eventually i was kind of excited because i hear the vault of glass armor looks really cool all together but since you know dark below came out there's been really no need for it because you want to get to that 32 and hold on to it mm. um what else is in House of Wolves that I'm forgetting? Any other um, things worth knowing? Besides, you go to the Reef now. The yeah, the Reef is going to be. Reef. Yeah, that's going to be like the next big thing. And of course, you know, like you said, it's going to be new story missions, new strike. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's that's really the big stuff. Yeah. So um, all the new weapons and stuff, I, I are you know definitely fallen based. Yeah. Um, I know they're, they they look really cool. Yes, the fallen are my enemies. Yeah. They are, so I'm very excited to see, like, you know, what the gear and everything's gonna look like. Um, but man, the weapons from what I've seen look really cool. Like, even mm -hmm. shotguns have like new casing looks and stuff like that. So. so I wasn't a big fan of all the dark below stuff because I don't like I don't like bugs. I don't like insect type <laughs> themed weapons. That's what a lot of the hive stuff is. Uh, kind of that like grungy insecty kind of look. And I wasn't a big fan of all that. But the fallen stuff does look really cool. You're right. Um, so I'm excited about that. No luck for the Cabal yet, though. That's what I'm a little disappointed on. I mean, we we'll had all the raid. There. The Vault of Glass stuff was obviously Vex-based. Dark Below was mm -hmm. Hive-based. House of Wolves is obviously Fallen-based. Yeah. Nothing for Cabal. No reason to go back to Mars, really. And unfortunately, I don't know if you care too much about spoilers, but it seems like that Comet, Plague of Darkness, is going to be heavily Hive-based again? again as well. Yeah. I just did like six months of Hive shit. Well, the reason they're saying that is because, uh, you know, with killing Crota, he's just the son of Ork. Oh, so or, now and so gonna now come, he's going to be wrath. Yeah, bring his wrath, and he'll be done. And um, I think they're saving the Cabal because the Cabal are big. Yeah, and so they're going to be something big. Expansion special, three so. better be Cabal. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think they're saving them because the Cabal are going to be who is really the enemy <laughs> you know when you think it's like the vex because they you know control time and space right but <laughs> or essentially we like got rid of them in the yeah in the vanilla version of the game um but yeah I, i'm i'm with you I, I can't wait to see what they do with the cabal mm -hmm. so hopefully hopefully no bullet sponge bosses like what's his name uh valisterok yeah valisterok so even though they did patch that to where he's much easier <laughs> now but um, still but yeah, still. Uh, so I think that I think that's pretty much it. It's gonna yeah. wrap up our our first show. Uh, we're gonna try to I guess do this weekly, especially with House of Wolves coming out. I mean, Destiny updates weekly, so that makes sense. Right now we're recording on Sunday. We're still kind of fluctuate if we want to do a Sunday or Monday kind of show. So stay tuned for that. Obviously, it's showing up in the GameWare Express feed. You can hear that every Friday. Uh, we have new episodes then, and then we'll try to. Still working on trying to get Skype incorporated to this. I'd love to have some of our clan mates on an episode, but we'll definitely try to pull in some guests or at least other people in our fire team to be on the show and talk Destiny with us. So I guess that's pretty much it until next week. Neil, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. And I guess uh, that is the end of Heroic Weekly Express. Good luck, Guardians. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>